Well, g'day, g'day. My name's Andrew and welcome to this special 40-day prayer relay edition of Your Awakening. Well, I'm coming to you from the beautiful, sunny Queensland. I'm up in Brisbane. Uh, You might hear birds chirping in the background. The sun is shining. I tell you what, it is a good day to be alive up here. I'm up here uh, for a Youth for Christ event, which I'm really excited about spending a whole weekend with the Youth for Christ leadership team. And sadly, my friends, uh, today I'm not joined by my good friend Jordan. Um, He's down in Melbourne. I'm up here as it has been uh, with this podcast. But I do want to take a moment just to thank Jordan. I know many of you have really appreciated having him on this podcast. And the podcast will continue after the 40 days. This is actually our last week, uh, our last special uh, 40-day podcast but the podcast will continue and I do plan on on bringing Jordan back into this podcast as much as possible because I've just loved working with him. So I want to thank you, Jordan. Uh, I know you'll be listening and so thank you very much. Hey, uh, as we jump into this week, the topic is expanding the kingdom of God wherever you are. I like to say wherever you live, work and play. And we... As we finish this 40-day prayer relay, for those of you who've been journeying with us, the temptation with something like a 40-day prayer relay or something like a Sunday service or a conference is that basically we have ourselves a moment instead of a movement. We have ourselves a, a moment in our life instead of a movement that goes for all of our life. Uh, people would say, you know, what we're actually after is lifestyle Christianity or everyday Christianity. And we actually want to be aware as we move into, uh, you know, beyond this 40-day prayer relay, that the that our job is is not just to go to an event, not just to pray a prayer, but to be an ambassador of the kingdom and to expand the kingdom wherever we live, work and play. And uh, we're actually doing an event, if you're able to come, um, on the 14th of April. So that's actually uh, this coming Sunday on the 14th of April um, in Melbourne City at Bethany International Church. The event's called Overflow. And we really do believe that our call by God, as he said, go into all the nations and make disciples teaching them to do everything that I've commanded you and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. When he he said these things, what he was saying was, friends, I don't want you just to be full for yourself. This experience doesn't end after three years or 40 days or a, a conference or whatever. I want you to go out and to be my, to be my ambassadors to go and recruit more people to into the kingdom, to go and continue the work that we started here. And we really believe that we are called to a lifestyle of overflow, that we are called to uh, constantly and consistently expand the kingdom of God wherever we live, work and play. And so I want to encourage you in this podcast, uh, as you're listening, wherever you are, maybe you're driving, maybe you're sitting on a train, maybe you're going for a walk, maybe you're at home, 
But as you're listening to this podcast, what would it look like for you to expand the kingdom right where you are right now? Could it potentially, as I saw happen yesterday, could it potentially even be that while you're in traffic, you get to share Jesus with the person sitting next to you? We were literally sitting in traffic yesterday, uh, myself and some other uh, young Christians, and a guy pulled up next to us that was working. Um, He was at at work, he was on the job, and he was working on... um, Excuse me. He was working on delivering fresh fruit and vegetables. And so as he's driving around on in his day-to-day at work, he ends up pulling up next to our car and he just looks over and makes eye contact. So I wind down my window and I say, Hey buddy, how you doing? What are you up to today? And he goes, Oh well, um, you know, I'm at work, I'm delivering fruit and vegetables. Long story short, I tell him, hey, just want to encourage you, Jesus loves you so much. And at the next set of lights, actually, uh, we got one of the passengers in the car wrote a letter to him, just saying God loves you and, and giving the phone number of one of the local guys here in Brisbane. So we handed him that through his window. He texted us back um, asking about a local church. And so, you know, you can expand the kingdom of, of God. You can be an ambassador of the king anywhere, everywhere. What does it look like to turn to the person next to you? What does it look like to, to start up a conversation? But, you know, expanding the kingdom, one part of that is this, this, con- this concept of what I would call overt evangelism, where you literally sharing the name of Jesus, you're speaking to people, you're, you're encouraging them that way. But there is more to the kingdom, to expanding the kingdom, than simply avert evangelism as well. What does it look like for you to bring the kingdom in the way you handle your finances? What does it look like for you to bring the kingdom in the way you approach your work at your workplace? What does it look like for you to bring the kingdom in the way that you interact with the earth? What does it look like for you to bring the kingdom when uh, it comes to how you treat your children, how you treat your spouse? Expanding the kingdom is literally seeing the, the ways of the king and the ways of heaven become a reality here on earth. I want to encourage you, friends. We were made, we were designed for so much more than, than just a moment. We were designed, we were called, we were made um, to be this movement of radical Jesus lovers that would go out into all the world and preach the gospel with words and with the way that we live. See, one of the things that I've learned as I've traveled uh, around, around the world, really, is that when you go to China, there are just ways that the Chinese are that, show, that, that tell you straight away you're in a different country, you're in a different kingdom. When, when you go to, uh, to Wales, when you go to uh, South Sudan, when you go to you know, some of these places and spaces, you will, you will just know very quickly that there is a distinct culture and a distinct way of doing life that is unique to that area.
And that, friends, is how we as Christians should be living. What would it look like if you were known, the Bible says this, that they will know that we're his disciples by the way that we love. What if you were known by your love? What if you were known by the way that you do life so radically different to those around you? What if you were known by your integrity? And what if you were, were seeking really to climb, like, climb is maybe the wrong word, but to, to excel in everything that you do so that the kingdom and the king might be glorified? What if you were the best employee at your workplace? What if you were the most influential teacher in your school and you were sharing Jesus everywhere you were? All right, I just want to move on to uh, the, the prayer guides. So we've written these prayer guides. People have been following along. They've been absolutely amazing and, and so helpful. And I so encourage you um, to grab those prayer guides if you haven't. Um, if you haven't already done so we've had a lot of people asking if we could turn these into a book and we are actually working on what that could look like Um, but as we look at the prayer guide there's just uh, three things here that I I want to reference quickly expanding the kingdom looks like being purposeful even forceful when it comes to advancing it and I love this because it challenges us This is not, we are in a spiritual battle. There are two kingdoms at play and it is not okay for us simply to passively cruise through life and think that that's how we expand the kingdom. No, we have to be strategic, we have to be purposeful and we have to bring the kingdom. Uh, The second thing that we've just referenced in this prayer guide is it looks like a transformed society under a new king. And I I did mention that, that the ways of the kingdom need to be established. Friends, I want to encourage you. We, We cannot, as a church, measure our success by how many people attend our services. We must measure our success by how transformed our society is. How have we as salt and light made a difference in the environment we've been placed in? Have we seen domestic violence decrease in our neighborhood because we're there? Have we seen suicide rates drop because the youth that are a part of our kingdom have so impacted the youth that are a part of the kingdom of darkness and therefore we have seen a radical shift? Friends, I want to encourage you that it is our it is our job, it is our mandate to see society transformed. Third thing here is this, it looks like being fully alive. I want to encourage you, friend, when you live your life to the full and you, you give yourself permission to truly be who God has created you to be and you allow him to... to to manifest his glory, to manifest his presence, to manifest who he is in your life and through your life, people are going to be attracted to that and they are going to want the kingdom. I so encourage you. Our three activations for this week are this. Number one, pray for God's power to come so that his kingdom might be demonstrated. Friend, as you go, one of the things that I want to encourage you to go after as you go out, 
from this 40-day prayer relay as you go out into all the world to make disciples. So I want to encourage you to go after seeing sickness and the demonic absolutely obliterated through your life. Spend some time eagerly desiring the spiritual gifts, as it says in 1 Corinthians 14.1. Eagerly desire the special gifts that the Spirit gives. Ask the Holy Spirit to come with power so that you might literally, with the power of God, push back the kingdom of darkness and see the, the tormented, the diseased, the demonized, set free as you move forward. Our second activation is this. Rearrange your lifestyle to reflect the kingdom. Man, come on. James says that we should not just be hearers of the word, but doers also. What do you need to stop doing that doesn't reflect the kingdom of God? What do you need to start doing that would help you reflect the kingdom of God? What do you need to continue doing or turn up so that you can better reflect the kingdom of God? And what would it look like to see God's kingdom come into every area of your life as it is in heaven? The third activation, and I'll close on this, is this. Commit to a lifestyle of overflow. Friends, don't simply leave something like the 40-day prayer relay and go, wow, I'm full to overflowing, awesome. Because this is what I know. You'll overflow for a certain bit and then it's like the the flow runs out. I want to encourage you to keep getting into the presence of God, to connect with others, to pray, to to fast, to commit to a lifestyle of, of being filled to overflowing. If you don't go to a local church, find a great local church and and or start a great local church. I think I don't care what it looks like, but but get into fellowship where you're going to be filled to overflowing and continue wherever you live, work and play. Just say, Lord God, pour me out today. Lord God, pour me out today. Well, friends, it's been so good to be with you uh, on this episode of Your Awakening. And I really look forward to seeing you at the Overflow event. If you can make it uh, in Melbourne, Bethany International Church, starting at 6 p.m., on April the 14th. I'm going to jump back into uh, expanding the kingdom where I am today. And uh, I encourage you to do the same. Bless you all. Bye.